Hello, everybody, and welcome to My EdTech Life. I am your host, Fonz Mendoza, otherwise known as Tech Teacher 1381 on Twitter, on Instagram. So you can go ahead and follow us there as well. And I'm very excited that you guys are here today, this morning. Those of you that are just waking up, having that first cup of coffee, maybe having that first bite of breakfast, I really appreciate you guys being here. And thank you always, always for your support and just really just sharing the show with everybody. Everything's been going great. We're complete, we're growing. And as you saw, we have a new intro and I want to thank Mr. Gary Gracia for helping me out with that intro and just doing some of the great things there with those graphics and want to give a shout out also to we video because with we video, I mean, it just, we video really puts the we in video. So I'm really <laughs> excited about them. So thank you. And today we have a special show. I mean, actually all shows are special because all our guests are wonderful. They're great. They're excellent practitioners, subject matter experts, or just people that are very innovative and they just want to share ideas. And today we have, you know, pretty much all of that bundled in one. So I'm really excited to have Rachel Johnson here along with Katie Atwell, otherwise known as the Edugals. And if you uh, ever hear of the Edugals, you might go to edugals.com and I'll pop in that link. And they have a wonderful podcast where they put teachers at ease. They talk tech through a podcast, which is something that is wonderful. Again, really useful resource. And especially now through the times of remote learning. So welcome, Edugals. Welcome, Katie. Welcome, Rachel. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here all the way from Ontario, Canada. So mm -hmm. Rachel is a high school science teacher, mainly chemistry. She's also the department head there in uh, in her school, along with Katie, who's also in the high school and she works in the ESL department, works with ESL students. And so I'm really excited to have you guys here all the way from Ontario, Canada. And, uh, you know, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and just have our, our our chat here. And um, Rachel, just tell us a little bit more about your role in school and maybe just kind of see things through through your lens, you know, through this time of remote learning. What are some of the things that you've seen that, you know, how you've overcome those things, you know, how the students mm -hmm. are doing? You know, I know it's a loaded question, but I, I'm always <laughs> curious. I'm curious just to hear things from different perspectives. Oh yeah, my name is Rachel Johnson. So as Fawn said, I'm a chemistry teacher. Um, I also teach other sciences, I do math. I was actually in our school library for a section this mm. semester too. So I wear many, many, many hats in my school. Um, yeah, and so department head, like it's, it's a lot of fun. And I've been at that school for 10 years now. Um, this is gonna be my 11th year in education. So it's, it's been a great journey. Um, and it's uh, this last year. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a year. Um, part of my role in my school is also as an IT lead. So sort of really helping our teachers through that remote learning was was quite an experience. And just even, you know, little things like having drop-in sessions for staff to come to, to come ask questions and, and really sort of help them out with some of the tools. I think that that was probably like the most useful thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And, yeah. and I understand what you're saying as far as that tech standpoint, you know, just 
it's interesting, you know, how pedagogy changed and now it's, Mm -hmm. you know, through the tech and you being able to be there for those teachers, like you said, very important role, wearing many hats and just trying to help as many people as you can just to put them at ease and bring that comfort level during this time. Awesome. Katie, how about yourself? Tell us a little bit more about what you do, your role, and, you know, have you had to wear many hats too, as well as, you know, like Rachel stated? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I teach English as a second language, so ESL. And then I also teach um, English literacy development, which is like ESL, but for students that don't have literacy in their first language. So, um, it's been challenging. It's especially when we talk remote learning for those kids because they don't have the language to navigate technology. And, you know, I wasn't anticipating switching to online learning for these kids. So we didn't really focus on, hey, how do I access my email every single day to see if my teachers have emailed me? So it was a bit of a, an interesting kind of transition. In terms of hats, yes, I also, um, I teach a little bit of Spanish as well, and IB Spanish at our schools. So um, I, I'm language acquisition all day long. And then I was also a member of our IT team, so supporting teachers with tech. Oh, man, that's great. That's great. And you know what? And especially ESL, like nobody, at least, you know, thank you for, for bringing that up because, you know, being just four years uh, removed from the classroom and just strictly in the instructional technologist role, I mean, I, I remember just a little bit about that, but now when you brought that up, it's, you know, the language, first of all, it's the language acquisition, but also the digital literacy mm-hmm. as well. That could also be a barrier for our students. So I'm thankful for, you know, teachers such as yourself that, you know, really go above and beyond and, you know, really have to think, you know, quickly and how to provide tech so yeah. the students can go and continue their learning, you know? <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure that that has been something that's very interesting. So mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what, what are some things now that you're looking at, well, that you're seeing that are going to be coming up now in this school year? I know uh, we mentioned prior to the chat that you, um, you'd be starting school maybe just a week later. What mm-hmm. are some of the preps that, or the preparations that you guys have been doing just to get ready for this next coming school year? Yeah, so our board, is we're switching to what we call Brightspace. It's an LMS mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so every high school teacher has to create a classroom on this uh, LMS and deliver content and instruction that way. So we're doing a bit of a hybrid model. So sometimes students will be in school, sometimes they'll be learning at home. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we're having to do is get staff trained on Brightspace, uh, make sure that they know how to use this online system because it's not as easy as Google. So there are a lot of challenges that way. Mm-hmm. I'm actually switching schools and I'm become I'm a department head. So I'm also now a leader who has to make sure that my department knows how to use this tool and I know nothing <laughs> about these these teachers. So it's it's going to be a very challenging year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would imagine so, you know, just that that transition and like you said, uh, were you using a well were you using Google before like Google Classroom mm-hmm. before yeah. you were changing to Brightspace? Oh, okay, yeah. so that's definitely going to be a, a, a transition for a lot of teachers, you know, getting them up to date and up to speed mm-hmm. with the new LMS. And uh, so I, I applaud your efforts for that because it, it's definitely something that's not easy to do a transition, you know, coming no. into the school year. Um, how about yourself, Rachel? What are some things that, that you've seen? Yeah. Yeah, so I was I was going to add to what Katie said. Um, like we started with some of the Brightspace training back in the mm-hmm. spring. 
So that was really nice for our teachers to start getting comfortable with that platform. Um, I've used it lots. Like it's the sort of the main LMS that's used in our e-learning programs for our board. So I did e-learning courses for a number of years. So I led a lot of that Brightspace training and um, yeah, um, I think our teachers are, are feeling a bit uneasy about it and uh, they're gonna need a lot of support this year for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, oh, the other thing um, that Katie uh, didn't mention is that our board's going to what we call a quadmester um, model. So instead of courses like Typically in Ontario, our courses take, uh, our, sorry, our kids take uh, four courses in a semester, and then they do four more courses in the next semester. So instead of that, we're doing, we're splitting semesters in two, and we're, we're doing two courses only so that we can keep to like all the cohorting and, and um, all the safety sort of protocols that are being put in place. And so we're doing those classes for 10 weeks at a time. Um, but only two courses. So it's, it's, I think it's going to be really interesting because I think a lot of teachers are really going to have to rethink, you know, how they're going to approach their assessment and evaluation um, and how they're, how they're going to plan for these bigger, larger chunks of mm -hmm. teaching time. Right. Yeah. I think we have like three hours face to face in the morning yeah. with just one course. Yeah. So oh, that's, wow. that's a mm -hmm. long time and you can't just like stand up there and and speak at them, right? So yeah. we need to find ways to kind of shift the way we traditionally teach mm -hmm. to give them more opportunities to really learn the content and interact. Yeah, oh, yeah wow. so three hours in the morning and then uh, they get a, the kids go home. And then in the afternoon, we have 120 minutes with our second class that's virtual. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. That is very interesting. Like you're saying, like, you know, having to do the accelerated uh, blocks, I guess, uh, you know, here would be block scheduling where you would have, like you said, it's very similar, like four courses, you know, mm -hmm. one semester, then the next semester, but now you're really accelerating that. And then just having to be there, yeah. you know, one of the things that you mentioned that really uh, stuck out is just the rethinking process, you know, mm -hmm. rethinking the assessment, rethinking the instruction, you know, and I think for a lot of teachers and even ourselves included, you know, in instructional texts, you know, we're used to also just being, going to campuses, visiting with teachers, you know, doing sessions face to face. And now through, you know, everything that has transpired, we've, everybody has had to rethink, you know, mm -hmm. pretty much just the way that we do our jobs and, mm -hmm. you know, having to think outside the brick and mortar four walls of the school to now in a virtual setting. And how, like you mentioned, you know, how do you provide or create, you know, assessment, you know, or proper mm -hmm. assessments? How are you assessing the learning and then with all the technology maybe glitches that may come in the way uh, you know all of those things you know it's something that is very interesting and so I know you said you know you're training a lot of the teachers and I know that there's definitely a lot of that uneasiness that that comes mm -hmm. with that um, you know are are you guys doing anything you know just to just show that support you know just kind of helping them out you know and maybe not so much in the tech but just you know, just assuring them that maybe that, that emotional learning too, as well, you know, is, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that there's a lot of that going on too, as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've just been kind of reassuring my department. They've already mm -hmm. started reaching out with concerns because we don't yet know what we're teaching either. So, yeah. wow. um, 
there's this uneasiness of I need to learn a new platform and get a course set up, but I still don't know what I'm teaching. And so, I mean, I think we're just kind of all trying to build each other up, help each other out as much as possible, share whatever resources we can if they end up teaching a course that we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of doing what we can to support the process. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the same thing. I mean, we're going right now, like all the school-based leaders, department heads, mm-hmm. we're going through this major restaffing and retimetabling all of our schools because our students had a choice of whether they were going to come back and see us face-to-face or whether they wanted to do school virtually this year, which is great. You know, our students had that choice, but now we're having to redo all of our classes, redo all of our timetable to fit this quadmester. So there's a lot of teachers out there who are (laughs) really uneasy right now. I mean, including us, right? We don't even know what we're teaching. So um, just being there, being an ear, you know, having, having those check-ins and stuff like that, I think has been, uh, been, been really beneficial for us. Excellent. Yeah. And that's something that we were talking about yesterday with uh, Mary Manzano. She had, we had a show and talking about the just teacher well-being and just how do you reach out to teachers? Mm-hmm. And I think, Katie, I think I, I liked one of the things that you said, you know, is just the ability to just share those resources that maybe you've taught something and now they're doing the same thing. And just to help each other out, that collaboration mm-hmm. is, yeah. I think, something that is just something at least good that's coming out of what we're seeing is more of that collaborative aspect, because I think one of the things that I always, um, you know, when we were in the classroom, teachers were just kind of alone in our silos in our own Mm -hmm. little classroom. Mm -hmm. And we do what we do. And now it's like, you know, we're having to rethink that too, as well, that we Mm -hmm. can't just be alone here, because I mean, it it could be very difficult during this time. But if you build that, that those connections, that network, and within your department, or, you know, within the district, to, you know, be able to reach out to somebody that can offer some of that help is definitely something that is very useful uh, during this time. So that's great Mm -hmm. to hear that, that collaborative, that collaborative aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Awesome. Well, I mean, I'm always interested in hearing things just from different lenses and the way things are being done. So that's definitely, you know, that, that quad, semester, you know, it's something that (laughs) is very interesting. And just like I said, wow, like that's a lot of acceleration right there. That is like, go, 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 you know? So let's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say some, some boards even in our province Mm -hmm. are going to an octmester sort of system. So they're doing one course at a time for five weeks, almost like mini summer school for the entire year. Uh, oh, so it's, wow. it's just crazy. Yeah. And, and you know, and like, it's, you know, you see a lot of school districts and like you said, you with yourself and in here and uh, you're, they're trying to find the perfect system, but you know, mm-hmm. there really isn't like, you just have no. to really have to find a balance and yeah. what fits. And obviously too, you always want to go like for our state, you know, our state requires certain mandates and things that have mm-hmm. to be in order. So kind of being within those means and just trying to find creative ways of, you know, taking attendance, even creative ways of making sure, like you said, you, you can assess properly, uh, you know, state assessments and preparing students for that. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a lot of that stress <laughs> there, you know, for, for everybody. But uh, 
So I wanted to talk now, first of all, is uh, getting into the Edugales podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I love about this, and I'm going to share the the screen with our audience right now, and I did put the, the link there in the Twitter chat, is just what I love here is that you put here, our goal is to help make it easier for all educators to learn mm-hmm. and incorporate technology in the classroom without having to figure out themselves. Mm-hmm. And that right there being on the website, you know, one of the first things that I read was just something that is great. And, you know, like I was telling you, I really love the layout. And when I see that, I was just like, man, I just feel so relieved because <laughs> I know that everything that I'm going to be listening to here is going to be something that is useful, something that I'm going to be using something that is going to kind of put me at ease. Uh, but before we get into that, so I just want to hear, you know, I want to know, and maybe our audience too, just to let them know, how did this idea of the podcast come about to, you know, between you and uh, Rachel and Katie, how did, how did this, uh, you know, idea come to fruition? <laughs> so we've been yeah. working together for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of how it came about is we both like technology and, we like to nerd out together to learn new things or go to different conferences and kind of mm-hmm. figure it all out. Um, and then as our roles on the IT team in our school, it, it kind of naturally fell where we were creating resources for teachers and supporting mm-hmm. teachers, but we were too scared to do a podcast for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> we are both very introverted, which is really kind of interesting. But um, yeah, so we were, were like, oh, we can't do it. There's no way we can pull this off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then closures happened and we were like, well, well, now I think we have to do this because, you know, there are teachers out there struggling and we have knowledge to share. Mm-hmm. So let's just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up. I mean, I, re- <laughs> I remember, uh, right before school closures happened, we were up in our server room. So that's sort of like where our IT team kind of, you know, um, has their home base and, uh, Katie had just gotten a microphone and we're like, like, let's do this. Let's try recording some stuff. Let's record our intro. And yeah, we, you know, it's, uh, it's tough when you, when you first start a podcast and press that record button, it's so scary, but, um, you know, you just do it and you get used to it. And I think we found a really good rhythm now. So so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And like I said, you know, you're about 17 episodes in, you know, doing your podcast and just mm-hmm. even looking at the titles and everything, this is definitely something that can be is very useful. So guys, you know, it doesn't matter what district you're in, you know, if you're looking out for some great podcasts by some wonderful educators, just go to educals.com and you'll be able to see hear some great podcasts. And of course, they also have their blog set up here. And um, as far as the blogging is concerned, well, maybe my there we go. <laughs> the <laughs> blogging. So are all these blogs just, uh, you know, just you guys uh, writing these out for your, you know, here for your website? Yeah. Yeah. That is it's wonderful. Just, yeah. We just have an idea and we say, well, let's just mm-hmm. go for it. Let's write it out and let's share it. <laughs> we actually have this giant list of ideas. It's just finding the time to yeah. really sit down and write something. We find it so much easier just to get on a mic and have a conversation about mm-hmm. something. So, you know, the, the podcast has really kind of picked up with that. And uh, yeah. Well, this is great. This is one thing that I love that, you know, through these times or adverse times that we're facing, it's just a lot of educators have really just stepped out out of their comfort zone. And like you mm-hmm. said, you know, 
you guys have so many ideas and maybe this was something that I was already kind of like, well, how, you know, you just maybe didn't have the time, you know, mm -hmm. because we were still, you know, in, in our traditional setting, but now we've seen, you know, just, you know, YouTube blow up with so many educators that are out there putting out knowledge, you know, completely free, you know, it, it's definitely become an ed tech 24 hour party because anywhere, <laughs> Anywhere that you look, anywhere that you go on Twitter, you know, through your PLNs and YouTube, your, you know, educators are putting out some great stuff that can be very useful. And, you know, I'm all about sharing that. And so mm -hmm. one of the things that really that I really enjoyed was and having you guys on is just because just this for the same reason, you know, the way that this show started was it's like, hey, you know what, I had an idea. And then, you know, quarantine happened. So I said, okay, now's a good time to just hit play on, uh, you know, <laughs> on StreamYard. And, you know, let's see where it goes from there. And now, yeah. it's just, you know, 20, you know, I think we're like 19 shows in now. And very similar aspect, just uh, trying to connect educators and bring people such as yourselves to that are doing some great things and sharing your knowledge to, you know, other people. And so that way they can go in, hop on and just see, you know, things through a different lens. And I think that's mm -hmm. something that is wonderful. So as you are going through your podcast, just, uh, just, how, I'd like to know, um, you know, what is the, the little rhythm and flow that you go through? Do you guys kind of just <laughs> pick an idea? Like right now I see, you know, you did do the one for Brightspace because yep. it's something that right yep. now yep. your district's yeah. working on. But prior to that, do you, is it things that are just mainly related they're within your your district, your schools, or, you know, mm -hmm. overall, just something that can be used by a lot of people. I think we we really just kind of try and put our, our feet in the shoes of educators who are just kind of starting out with these tech tools. And we try and think of, well, what topics are they going to need help with? Yeah. And so when we started out and started out with um, with remote learning, we just we're like, okay, they're going to need help with this topic and this topic. So we've kind of been building on that. And we've got ourselves a really good list now of all of the different things we want to talk about for the next, um, I don't know, half a year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it also, we didn't have a good rhythm at first. Well, it was a rhythm. I wouldn't say it was a functional rhythm. But, uh, <laughs> it was kind of like a... We are like down to the wire if we are releasing it on Tuesday. Like I'm up doing yep. the show notes until like 1 a.m. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Because we were still doing a full course load plus managing oh, families yeah. and then mm -hmm. picking up on this podcast. And so we're, it was a bit crazy. But now we're actually more organized. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely more organized. Uh, we we took a couple weeks off in the summer because we, yeah. we were feeling a little burnt out ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And so, like you said, burnout, I mean, that's something yeah. that's definitely on everybody's radar, you know, ever since, you know, March and your school closures and going digital. And, and I think that really a lot of teachers, they really didn't get too much of a break in the sense that a lot of teachers, you know, even though they were off contract, you know, were still attending PDs, a lot of them were searching for stuff on their own. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that really, does take a toll, you know, uh, mentally, yeah. you know, and even, you know, physically you may be okay, but mentally mm -hmm. it just really does take a toll being on that screen for yes. so long and, and doing all of that. So that's definitely something that is an important topic to talk about too, is mm -hmm. just that self care. And yeah. so for your, for you guys, you know, you said you took some weeks off in the summer, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, you, you know, focusing on family and things of that sort, you know, 
how did that um how did that feel you know just because i and and i mean i'm just asking this because maybe a lot of people right now a lot of teachers maybe like i don't even remember what that feels like but you know just tell us a little bit about that you, you don't have to go into detail as far as what you did but you know how did you feel coming back from that little nice mental break and just kind of mm -hmm. disconnect after a while <laughs> i yeah definitely refreshed um yeah. Although it was very strange not meeting up with Katie every single yeah. week to record. Um, I think once we got back to it, we we're like, wow, we miss this because <laughs> really for our mental health and be able to just talk through things and, yeah. and, you know, have that conversation back and forth like that, that does help our mental health too. Right. Mm -hmm. It definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of nice to have a couple of weeks where I didn't feel like there was a deadline looming. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> uh, no, it was good. I felt much, much more refreshed. And then we yeah. kind of recorded a few. So yeah. now we're a little bit ahead of the game, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> ah, there you go. So that's always good, you know, trying to stay ahead of the game. Here, it's like I always try and stay ahead, uh, but I can't. I mean, it's, it's a week by week. And uh, so, but I'm loving it. Like I said, I think, uh, you know, just giving up uh, that little time on Saturdays and just to bring a guest on that mm -hmm. is really going to help you know, so many others and just kind of see like, Hey, you know what? I'm not alone in this or mm -hmm. wow. Like, you know, I, because people may follow you on Twitter. They may follow you, you know, through your podcast and you're like, man, you know, these ladies, they really have it together. Everything's going well, but you know, you don't understand we're, we're all human. You know, we all go through the same <laughs> things. And now that you guys are saying, you know, taking that nice little break, you mm -hmm. know, just feeling refreshed and you know, the fact that you two work very well together. Mm -hmm. And like you said, very important thing. It's like, you're able to talk to one another kind of vent, mm -hmm. get those ideas, get that out. And I think that's definitely something that a lot of teachers need to do now is just really just talk things through and, and just know that they're not alone. And uh, I think it's great that you guys have a belief buddy in one another. And that's something <laughs> that I'm quoting from uh, Mary Mondano yesterday, which is it's something that was important, you know, as somebody who has an idea, and then you just need that one person, that belief buddy, that's going to, you know, back each other, you back you up and, you know, you're doing some wonderful things, you know, through your blogs and your podcasts and more than anything, the, what you're doing is helping people within your district and how to talk them through, you know, mm -hmm. integrating tech and just mm -hmm. putting them at ease and just they can listen to that podcast, you know, while they're washing dishes or, you know, eating breakfast, mm -hmm. having a cup of coffee and the learning's always going on, but Mm -hmm. It's just something that's great. So it's kind of like a little, uh, you know, personal PD hub mm -hmm. for them to go to. So that is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we, we always try to have really detailed show notes because sometimes I'm the type of learner. <clears throat> Sorry. Sometimes like I don't learn well by listening. Sometimes mm -hmm. I need to see it. So we also try to provide the notes for teachers to be able to then go and mm -hmm. take a look, see some screenshots, uh, have some step-by-step -step if needed, that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. Nice. That's wonderful. That's definitely very yeah. useful because you're, you are right that although you can, uh, and what I love about podcasts is that, I mean, you can learn anywhere at any time without having mm -hmm. to focus on the screen. Yeah. However, you know, you do have those visual learners too, as well that, mm -hmm. you know, would like to read and then see those step-by-steps. And that's great. That is mm -hmm. definitely a useful tool because you're kind of hitting those different modalities mm -hmm. of learning within the educators themselves. So I think mm -hmm. that's very useful for, as far as my show notes, it's just really a summary of what we talked about. <laughs> and then I'll just put in your Twitter links there and then your podcast link. And then say, mm -hmm. here you go. <laughs> that's pretty much the extent of my show notes, just because I said, you know, it's very, 
Um, yeah. you know, it's just more of an informative show, but yeah. I really appreciate what you guys are doing and just keep up the hard work. And so any other projects coming up, maybe possibly branching out maybe every once in a while, maybe throwing it out there, maybe on StreamYard or something. <laughs> maybe I, I can't believe it. I can't believe you guys said that this is your, your first time being on camera, yep. you know, on yep. a live show. So yeah. I'm, I'm thankful and honored that I'm your first show that you guys do live. And, um, you know, maybe that might be something that you guys might venture into at some point, mm -hmm. you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, what do you it's guys an think? idea that's come up. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that's something great. And I, well, I mean, I know for use cases for education, I know that there's a lot of teachers that are using StreamYard yeah. to put out their classes and, you know, do the stream, mm -hmm. everything records, you still have the class comment, uh, you know, option and all there and everything. So that's great. But, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Rachel, Katie, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today and taking this little time of your morning to really share the wonderful things that you're doing through uh, podcasting and the technology integration and, you know, just helping teachers feel at ease. And a lot of those teachers that probably listen to the podcast are teachers within your district. So also that's a big benefit that you get teachers that hear that familiar voice. Mm -hmm. They get mm -hmm. to see you and say, Hey, you mm -hmm. know what, that's the, and you never know how, how the great impact that you guys are making. So Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. And guys, everybody that's watching and listening, thank you so much. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you guys for your support. And the Wakelet will be coming up soon. So you'll be able to watch a replay of the show. And you'll also be able to listen to us on Anchor. So go ahead and check that out. We'll be posting that on Twitter. So thank you guys. Don't forget that this in a couple of hours, in about two hours, we'll be live again also with Mr. Bruce Reicher as well. And the and we'll be talking to the authors of Scripted, which is a wonderful book of me, uh, dealing with media content. So check us out for that show. And hopefully when uh, Miss Rachel and Katie, maybe someday you guys will, you know, do something, you know, <laughs> when you guys write your book, when you guys do something, <laughs> hey, I just want to let you know that you guys will always have an open invitation so feel free to reach out at any time, any projects that you'd like to share, um, you know, with the world or with a different audience, you know, just let us know. Open invitation is always here. So thank you guys for everything that you do. I appreciate it. Continue on the hard work. And I wish you both the best in this coming school year. Thank you so much. Oh, you're yeah, very welcome. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure to have you guys. Y'all take care. Y'all enjoy your rest of your day. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And don't forget, stay techie, my friends. <laughs>